0: Hello, my name is Eleanor, I'm an editor for Un Sweden 2021 and today I'll be retelling the Greek myth of Eros and Psyche, also known as Cupid and Psyche in Roman myth. It is well known in contemporary society that youth and beauty are highly sought after. For Psyche in ancient Greece, this was not the case. Psyche was seen as the image of perfection and beauty, so much so that people began to worship her as a reincarnation of Aphrodite. Her hair resembled woven silk, Her skin was porcelain perfection and her eyes dazzled any that dared to look into them. On Mount Olympus, Aphrodite was not happy about this. She told her son Eros, also known as Cupid, to shoot one of his famous arrows at her so that she may fall in love with a hideous beast. We can't expect anything less from the goddess of beauty and love. Eros fully intended to complete this task. But he was so taken by Psyche's beauty that he accidentally pricked himself with his own arrow, falling madly in love. Back in the mortal realm, Psyche was lonely. People worshipped her from afar, too intimidated by her beauty. Her two sisters lived in jealousy, and her father was worried she would never find a husband. (laughs) Classic Greek dad. So he went to the Oracle of Apollo to ask for guidance. The Oracle told him to leave Psyche on a cliff's edge where she would marry an inhuman winged creature that even the gods feared. Her father drags her to the cliff and abandons her there so that she may be taken by the monster. So far, Psyche is not having a very fun time. Alone on the cliff and in despair, she feels Zephyr, the west wind, lift her high into the air and place her gently before an opulent palace. She walks through the palace tentatively a mysterious and unseen voice echoes through the halls and tells her she is home and that her husband is waiting for her in the bedroom. To me, this sounds like a big red flag, but for Psyche, obviously not. She enters the bedroom, where not a single shred of light is present. She reaches her hands out and finds the smooth and warm skin of a body. His manner is gentle and his words are soft, nothing like the beast she imagined. She asks him who he is. He replies that this is a question he cannot answer, and that if she truly loves him, then who he is shouldn't matter. Again, big red flag, but I digress. She spends her days alone in the palace, taken care of by invisible servants and given every luxury. Night after night, her husband appears in the safety and darkness of their bedroom, and eventually, Psyche falls pregnant. She asks her husband if her sisters may visit, as she is quite isolated and misses her family. Her husband warns that she should not trust her sisters, and to be careful of their words. Psyche says she will, if he will let them come. Her sisters are brought to the palace by Zephyr, and are immediately filled with jealousy of Psyche in her home. They whisper manipulatively in her ear. They tell her she can't trust a man she cannot see. They convince her to hold a flame to his face, to reveal his identity. And if he is truly a monster, then she should kill him to protect herself and her unborn child. In 2021, this sounds like solid advice, but in this story, not so much. Psyche believes her sisters and waits until her husband is asleep at night before she reveals his identity. In one hand, she holds an oil lamp, in the other, a dagger for protection. But when she places the lamp over his face, she sees not a hideous monster, but a beautiful sleeping Eros. She's so overcome by his divine beauty her hand slips and hot oil burns his skin. He wakes up in pain. He sees his wife staring at him with a knife in her hands. Not a good look for Psyche. He tells her that he kept his identity a secret because he believed that mortals could not love as gods do, and she's proven him right by breaking his trust. Feeling betrayed by his wife and wounded from the burn, he flies away, leaving Psyche alone. A tad melodramatic, but we are talking about the gods here. Psyche, seeing the error of her ways, searches for her husband but soon begins to lose hope. She makes her way to the temple of Aphrodite to pray and ask for help. Not the smartest move. Aphrodite offers Psyche a deal, that if she completes three impossible tasks then she may be reunited with Eros. Psyche agrees, willing to do whatever she can to get her husband back, not realising that Aphrodite is super sneaky and vindictive and is setting her up for failure. The first task is set and Psyche must organize a pile of seeds by type before the sun rises. She begins but is soon overwhelmed by the task and almost gives up when, in a very Snow White-esque fashion, a colony of ants come to her aid and help her sort the seeds. Aphrodite is incensed by her success, so she makes her next task even harder she tells Psyche that she must bring her back fleece from a herd of golden sheep who, of course, have an angry and violent temperament. Before she can attempt her task, a water nymph in a nearby lake tells her not to approach them, but to take the bits of fleece that have been caught on the surrounding bushes. She gathers the fleece and takes it back to Aphrodite, succeeding in her task. By this point, Aphrodite is pretty pissed off. For her final task, she tells Psyche that she must go to the Underworld to take a box that has a piece of Persephone's beauty stored inside. Psyche feels hopeless and knows that no one can get in and out of the Underworld, except for Orpheus, but that's a whole other hot mess of a story. In a fit of anguish, she makes her way to a high tower to throw herself off. But before she can, the tower whispers the secrets needed to get into the Underworld. Super convenient. She must feed Cerberus seed cakes, pay the fare to Charon, and under no circumstances must she open the box. If you've heard about Pandora and her poor impulse control, you can kind of see where this is going. She does all of this and makes her way out of the underworld unscathed, a feat not many have accomplished. She holds the box, and tempted by what's inside, she opens it, hoping to take a bit of Persephone's beauty for herself. As expected, inside was not beauty, but deathly sleep. She collapses before the temple of Aphrodite, and Eros, who has forgiven her, flies her up to Mount Olympus, where he begs Zeus to bring her back. Zeus is moved by the intensity of their love and agrees. He feeds Psyche Ambrosia, the nectar of the gods, and she awakes as an immortal. Aphrodite ceases her torments and respects Psyche, as not many people would risk travelling into the underworld for love. Psyche eventually gives birth to their daughter, Hedone, which means pleasure, and unlike most Greek myths, They live happily ever after.